0: Good afternoon everyone, it's Sally Kalen here, Relationship Coach. You are listening to my podcast, Relationships the Good and the Messy. Thank you for listening in everyone. I hope wherever you are, you're having a good day and you're feeling good. If not, if you have concerns about your relationship, you're in the right place. I have over 175 other episodes you can listen to, everything Relationships. So please scroll back. And today, I am going to talk to you about love addiction, some of those signs that you're addicted to. I'm calling it love addiction, but oftentimes what love addiction actually is, it's coming from our wounded inner child, but I'm not going to dive in that side of things today. I've got other podcasts on that. I'm going to give you an overview of some of the symptoms that you have Um, you are that person that is a love addict in a sense. And I know this was me for many years. Oh my goodness. And, you know, I had to go down that journey, which I've mentioned many times of my own unravelling and healing my own inner child. So I'm going to cover today some of the symptoms and signs that this could be you. And look, I want to say that as we begin doing that inner work, It's not a quick fix that happens in a day, in a week. It's about consistently showing up and doing the work. So everything that I describe here are behaviors that absolutely can be healed and transformed. You don't have to keep living this way because it is so exhausting. And I think sometimes we're not even aware, right? We're just doing our thing. And it's not until we actually hear things back and we see our own patterns playing out that we actually can say, oh my goodness, I can see that I am so in my inner child. I've got this love addiction um, where I feel like I need to have that person, codependency. There's all kinds of names we can call it. Um, So let's get into the symptoms, okay? So first of all, number one is you are needy of a relationship. So you are someone mm, that always feels like they need to be in a relationship. It's that simple. Um, When you're not in a relationship, you're looking for a relationship. And that basically creates that feeling of searching. So you're not feeling whole and complete with yourself. You feel that what's missing from your life is a relationship. So that's number one. You're looking for... Needing a relationship. I talk about the difference between needing a relationship and choosing a relationship. But you're needing a relationship. Number two is when you meet someone, you fall in love mm, very quickly and very easily. So, <clears throat> look back on your relationships and notice how you show up. Can you see the pattern? Can you see the way that things are playing out for you? Mm. Number three. When you are in love, you get into a lot of um, mm, fantasizing about that person. You start creating these futures, you start imagining things, and you're in this whole idealistic relationship. You essentially place that person on a pedestal almost, and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing, and you get really swept away with the whole concept of what love is what it's like to be in a relationship and it consumes you right you become very consumed with this fantasizing of the relationship the next point i would like to make is sometimes when you and i know this was for me when you are looking for a great love and you're looking for that relationships you tend to almost settle or lower your sort of standards to what you'd ideally want if that person is say showing up and doing whatever you want that person to do and they're really giving you a whole lot of attention and so you may think this isn't really my type but oh and you convince yourself that they are you get into a relationship with them and you just know that that person isn't really your type so to speak but you still very much cling to that person and um that is a that was something that used to happen to me I would certainly end up in relationships and when the patterns of my inner wounds would start activating and they would become ambivalent or difficult I would cling to it and my rational self would be saying you're not even this isn't even the right person for you Sally this person you're not even fully attracted to this person, what's going on? I didn't know it at the time, but it was my inner child, my abandonment issues being you know, activated. And that was what that was. So it's really important to sort of acknowledge, like when you're going into these relationships, what are you actually choosing? Is it, you know, what is it you like about this person that is making you want to be in a relationship with them? Or is it there that neediness there? The next point is when you're in a relationship, you can be quite, um, I don't like the word overbearing, but you can be quite, again, needy, smothering, kind of like really um, all-encompassing with that person. And it can make the other person feel um, somewhat suffocated to a certain extent. Okay? Look at the way you show up. Look at the way you feel when you're in that relationship. And look, this sort of feeling of wanting to smother and be, it goes back again to our wounding, our fears of being rejected or abandoned. And so we tend to overcompensate and we become quite clingy. And of course, what happens when you're clingy is it tends to push people away, if anything, right? So notice that if that is something that is happening with you as well. Are you tending to smother your partner? you know, so it's it's another point I'd like to make. Um, The next point I'd like to make is you can commit to a person, but because a bit like the other point I made, but because they're not really your type, you have got this hope that they will change. And so you sort of get into this relationship and you kind of know that they're not the right one but you just hope that they'll change and you try and change them and you try and get them to be a certain way and you know you it's just all sort of about idealizing them and imagining them to be how they could be instead of just looking at who they are and wanting them you know and accepting them but more what they can be and this again this is was my story and I remember one particular guy um he wasn't my type at all, but I remember he was really kind to me and I used to try and get him to dress a certain way, like I was a lot younger, I was young, dress a certain way, wear his hair a certain way, because he really wasn't, you know, what I was wanting and I would think if I could make this happen and that happened, he could look this way or that way, it would be okay for me. And of course what I didn't realize that was my inner child playing out again just well my adult self as in wanting him to be a certain something but not wanting to let the relationship go because my inner child was needed that person so you know if you're in a relationship and you're wanting that person to change um, take a look at that is that something you tend to do or you know you attract someone but they're not really what you want but instead of just saying next You think, no, I'll make them how I want them to be, right? This is another thing to look for. The next point I'd like to make is when you have bonded to that person, you cannot let go. So you become very attached, often very quickly, like I said, and then you can't let go. And even if it's with someone that you know isn't even your type necessarily, you have got a list of all the things he doesn't do right. You... You can even reflect and go, he wasn't even my type at all when we started dating. Why am I hanging on to this person? This isn't even someone. But you just can't let go because you have, again, this inner child that is wounded. And like I say, I've called this podcast Love Addiction because it feels like that, right? It feels like you're so in love with this person and you can't let go, but it's actually attachment. It's all those fears, right? Our attachment style anchored in all that anxiety and fear and worry so is that you can you recognize that that's you um the other sign other symptoms of this love addiction that you may notice within yourself is when you are attracted um, to this person initially there may be you know you may have that attraction when you see those so-called red flags you just ignore them because you just think to yourself like okay like you know no i i want to be with this person and Again, it goes back to, I can fix them, I can change them. So you tend to ignore all the signs that aren't right about that person because the need to have someone in your life is so overwhelmingly um, a large part of your thinking state. It it doesn't matter if there's a dozen red flags. You're just going to keep focusing on that need to have that void filled within yourself. And finally, I get to the last point I want to make about this love addi- addiction. Um, the initial attraction that you have with that person seems to outweigh all the other um, behaviors that that person begins to show you over, you know, the weeks and months you get to know them, and so you're so hooked in to that. Falling in love phase, into that initial attraction phase, that even when they, sh- you know, start showing you elements of themselves, um, there's birds outside. If you can hear birds bird squawking, then um, you just ignore those um, signs, right? Because um, you really are just in this whole idealistic way of being with this person, because you are needing that connection. Okay. And look, the reality is, is you, the only way you change these patterns within yourself is by doing the inner work. It's by recognizing those patterns within yourself. And look, I do a lot of podcasts on looking at your partner and seeing the red flags in your partner or looking at an emotionally unavailable man or looking at, you know, everything projected out there, which is important. We've got to see all these signs and others. But today I wanted to really sort of highlight um, something that I know was very strong and apparent in myself when I was living this way. Of course, I was so unaware. So I'm going to recap some of these symptoms that you are, you know, love addicted, mm -mm, a better word. You are sort of caught in your inner child, but it feels like love, it feels like, you know, it's, that's what you need. You just need someone to love. symptoms let's go through them again so you're very needy of a relationship as opposed to choosing one you fall in love easily and fast when you're in love you tend to create these big fantasies around the whole relationship Um, you tend to settle for someone Um, even when you see that that person's not really what you want you just kind of accept it because someone's better than no one you tend to be um excuse me smothering at times or overbearing in the relationship just that neediness to sort of hold on and control and just to not feel abandoned essentially um you basically can commit to people that you know aren't really your type and just hope that they will change right so you've got that element about no he'll get better he'll improve you struggle to let go so once you form that bond you are very attached and letting go seems like almost like death sometimes it's like oh my god no and you'll fight for something that isn't even worth saving half the time because you've created these concepts in your mind that you know this is someone you need to be with and it goes back again to the wounded inner child so I keep repeating that because it is so much around our wounding that we um, show up in these relationships and you tend to focus on that initial attraction as being the main reason of why you have such a bond with this person and that is what you say, stay fixated on as opposed to all the other signs that come out in the first few weeks, months of that person. You go back to that initial falling in love phase and how everything was so good and you just hang on to that. And so that are those are some of the signs and symptoms that you have within yourself that is telling you that, um, you know, you are, are carrying around, around your wounded child and that you know i would suggest to you if this you recognize yourself in some of these to begin doing the inner work there are so many um, avenues you can take when it comes to healing um, there's obviously the inner work the inner child work there's understanding your sub-personalities there's accessing presence moving into the now there's nlp there's hypnotherapy Um, there's EFT, there's uh, so many different modalities. But it's really important to begin to become very self-aware of how you are showing up in your relationships. And to understand that it's not a case of just finding the next person when that person doesn't work out. Because wherever you go, there you are. And if you have this blueprint, this emotional blueprint Wired into this conditioning, you are going to take that same conditioning into every single relationship and it will always repeat. This is why we do, you know, we just keep repeating cycles in our life, right? Because we are carrying around that same self. One of my programs is all about unlearning your addictive emotional behaviors that keep you stuck and it is one of the most powerful programs because it's it's the real unlearning, right? Unlearning what your mind and body is addicted to. So if you are someone that is always used to relationships that create drama and struggle and pain and suffering, that is a memorized emotional state that your body and mind know as you, that you identify as you. And so unconsciously, you are always going to call in someone that represents that same energetic vibration, even if you don't see it right away, you know, eventually over time it tends to happen and you're once again in that same type of relationship. You break those cycles by changing your conditioning, by unlearning, right? This is where it has to begin, you unlearn. So if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one basis, then please go to my website sallyKalen.com, send me a message there, or go to my Instagram, DM me. I'll get that information to you. Um, it isn't for people that aren't ready. It isn't for people that is that are sitting on the fence about things. It is like we dive deep. So definitely contact if you are in that place of total readiness, because it definitely isn't a program for someone that isn't really ready or. Um, just not made a decision about that yet. So I'm going to love you and leave you guys. I hope this has been super helpful. Let me know if this has resonance with you. Let me know if this has been, you know, you've what you've taken away from today's show. Please send this um, podcast to anyone you feel may be, um, benefit from this. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And I will be back in a few days with a new podcast. Take care of your hearts and please reach out and say hi on Instagram or anywhere else on social media because I love connecting to you guys.